This is episode number 20, and it's the podcast that highlights so-called ordinary people who are having a profound impact on our natural habitat, wildlife, and landscape. The podcast is brought to you by the Northern California Water Association. Our story today is titled The Fixer, and now a story you haven't heard. The sight of cigarette smoke spiraling upward toward the porch ceiling is an image Sean Early will never forget. In the scene, his grandfather is leaning back on the wood bench, resigned to a sweat-drenched plaid shirt and dirt-caked boots, all in an effort to locate a moment of peace before the sun falls below the horizon. Even as a teenager, Sean knew there weren't enough Marlboro Reds to settle his grandfather's anxiety of making ends meet. As a farmer, tending to several hundred acres in the belly of the Central Valley in California, those meditative sessions did little to reduce his grandfather's fears and typically led to sleepless nights, an all-too-common occurrence for farming families. Somehow, these daily rituals did not dissuade Sean from pursuing a career in agriculture. As a high school graduate, Sean was working part-time for his family, laying irrigation lines. It was extremely hard work, and the pay... Well, it was awful, but the meals with the family made it worth it. A firefighter friend of Sean's offered a way to make a little bit more money while still helping out on the farm. Fight fires, he said. So Sean did just that. He signed up as a volunteer firefighter in Merced and was soon working as a seasonal firefighter and EMT for Cal Fire. When he wasn't tussling with the soil, Sean was battling blazes in the forests of Lassen County or along the wind-whipped hills of Malibu. He says it's hard to explain the adrenaline rush one gets when facing a wall of flames. While dealing with a wildfire or putting out fires at work is often a metaphor in business for issues that arise out of nowhere, Sean was actually putting out major wildland fires. It was then he began to realize his skill to think through complex problems before him, though sometimes he needed a bit of a jolt. When he arrived at Chico State, professor named Dave Daly saw that Sean was just sort of floundering, had no real direction. He offered Sean a job that was 30 miles away from campus, did not pay, and required a 5 a.m. wake-up on Saturdays. Even with all that, Sean took it. The job was that of a ranch hand on a working cattle operation, and he quickly fell in love with the cows he spent so many hours with throughout the year. Soon, he was in charge of a couple hundred head of cattle after earning a degree in animal science. He embraced the challenge and felt the bond he had for the cattle offered a payout that overcame the trials he faced on the job. Sean also had a herd of his own while managing cattle and a ranch for daily, but Sean went a step further. He began working with the university in helping to better understand DNA and fingerprinting of cattle. His role at Chico State would mean managing complex budget and navigating through various funding streams, something the Butte County Fair needed when it fell on hard times. Sean and the team were able to keep the fair alive even though the state funding was no longer available. Paired with a decline of horse racing dollars, the fair went through a massive overhaul. Sean's reputation of a fixer 
quickly spread throughout the North State. The Richville Irrigation District came calling. He may not have known much about water management, but his roots in ag meant he could empathize with the many issues landowners were facing with the tightening water restrictions. Richville Irrigation District does hold some of the oldest water rights in the state of California, but Sean has had to help lead a strong effort to make the most of every drop. The district does not pump groundwater to fulfill delivery orders, so it relies on water that comes from the Feather River, which is why metering every landowner was critical to ensure they could maximize savings in dry years. With the same amount of water delivered during dry years, they are now able to farm about 15% more acres than in the past because of these water-saving measures. Sean says the metering and monitoring will only take the district so far in conservation. He believes more storage will be needed if the district is to continue to provide water not only for crops like rice, but for wildlife habitat in the winter as well. With our climate changing and deliveries no longer as consistent as they once were, Sean says the entire state faces great challenges in ensuring people and wildlife can still thrive. There's a man who can help best address some of these problems? Well, it seems a man who has fought fires, led herds of cattle, and managed water deliveries would be just the man to do it. He may no longer be staring down a wall of flames or a floundering county fair, but the water issue has become even more daunting. For Sean Early, there hasn't been a problem he has been unwilling to tackle. And it is this type of attitude that will ultimately help us find a solution to ensure a balance we are all seeking. And that is a story you haven't heard.